Hello! Welcome back to that buzzing sound. Thank you for stopping by and hitting play. It means the world to me that so many of you continue to hear the stories behind some of our favorite featured artists. On today's program, we're heading back across the pond to pay a visit with Maltese, now London-based, eco-friendly, indie earth pop duo Burn, who have been working non-stop since our worldwide lockdown occurred. Not only have they put out two separate EPs in the past few months, which I'll cover in a second, but they also just launched a 100% solar-powered, low-impact band website to coincide with the long-awaited release of their meaningful EP entitled Stay. Stay collects their buzzworthy, thought-provoking singles like To The Lions, its title track, and Oceans, with an acoustic for the latter as a nice bonus alongside the previously unheard Heat, which I absolutely love. Thus providing a handful of beautifully touching anthems about our planet, its creatures, and the hope and despair that speaks from within during these troubling times. Though I hear these songs as more of a warning sign, if you catch my drift. Burn also released their To The Earth EP back in August, which features short lyrical snippets of meaningful, somewhat protest-fueled classics from Joni Mitchell, M.I.A., Radiohead, and Louis Armstrong to create, and I quote, a strong connection to life in 2020. I caught up with Burn a few days after performing live at the Extinction Rebellion protests in London, which led into a fantastically deep chat about our current world and how their music and promotion continues to be shaped by what's going on all around us. This is my conversation with Deborah and John Luca, better known as Burn. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Uh, I saw that you were a part of the peaceful extinction and animal rebellion protests in London uh, uh, recently. What did you think of the whole experience? Um, hello, and thank you for having us. Um, yes, um, so I guess our music is largely driven by um, environmental issues, social change. Um, so those are things that we... Um, you know, really strongly believe in and also want our music to be a vehicle for them and um, lending our voice voices to um, the protests, uh, the September protests of Extinction Rebellion and Animal Rebellion um, sounded and felt like the right thing to do. Um, we were there just, you know, supporting the, the protesters, the rebels and just um, giving them some um, music to listen to. Um, while while they were doing their their work, yeah, there was a chance that um, we wouldn't perform because obviously, as as things happen with protests, um, you don't you don't really know what's gonna, you know what there you can't plan things out, can you? Um, but we we sort of knew that if the chance came came, yeah, we would be performing because um, Animal Rebellion, Extinction Rebellion got in contact with us. Um, and it was it was cool because we were going to go anyway. So um, yeah, and we got to perform. Yeah, it was, it was it was great. Oh, that's fantastic! Is there any challenges or fears that come from performing in that type of un could be unstable environment? Yeah, I guess um, leading up to it, we were feeling a bit, you know, not at ease. Um, but um, I guess if you if you you know if you act, I guess responsibly, and I guess if you're asked to stop then if you want to stop then you stop if you don't want to stop and want to take it um take it further and and and, and make a point by getting arrested which is um i guess what um you know extinction rebellion and animal rebellion that that is the 
um the idea i guess behind the movement um yeah i think i think if you if you know if you stop when you're asked to stop you know that's a thing you know that that that's going to be okay but there was some yeah tension leading up to it i was i was pleasantly surprised by the preparation that um that Anna Rebellion and Extinction Rebellion went through and how much effort they put in keeping everything peaceful and mm -hmm. organized and I mean unfortunately it's really not like what the media is is portraying, is portraying. um if 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 you go there then you you'll see and I was really surprised as well to see that they kept to covid guidelines with encouraging everyone to wear masks nice. the first thing they told us was you know you could be up to two people performing and you have to wear masks at all times so except when you're performing um yeah. and i was i was like oh okay so you know except apart from all the other stuff which is the reason for which the protest exists they're also keeping these things in mind which i think is really important because you don't want you don't want to send the wrong message yeah and it was done in a peaceful way there were people you know um singing uh, like chants um which which is really empowering and making art um hanging about having some food um and it was really a really beautiful sight uh, to see in parliament square um which which isn't doesn't normally look like that let's say yeah most especially and I, I especially like the the instagram video that you posted of the i was was it like your friend or like was there a fan like standing along with you <laughs> um i actually don't know the person and i didn't get the chance to speak to them um after the show but um yeah um they seem to really really vibe with stay um maybe they'd heard it before or, or maybe they learned they thought it was so catchy that they learned it from the <laughs> they, they were singing yeah. along when I was doing the second chorus from the first chorus, um, but yeah, I was I was um, really happy to see that and say, oh, actually, people people know the song and people are singing along to it. It is a real shame that we didn't get to speak to the person yeah. after after the show. Um, if you are listening, uh, this person, <laughs> please get in touch. We'd love to have a chat with you. <laughs> Help us find this person. <laughs> And that's the next web page. It's like where where can we find this this awesome fan who who found this uh, music very infectious, which it really is. It's like it just bleeds into you. And I think that comes from the, the lyrical power and just the the vibe it puts out. Um, but what do you think needs to be done to keep this conversation rolling? Is it more protests? Is it more because again they don't they don't seem to like especially here in America, and I'm sure it's the same way in the UK. It doesn't seem like they're listening to us. So do you feel like our voices need to be louder? I think um, it's a, a collection of things. Um, and, you know, it begins with our every single, I guess, action. Um, like, for example, you know, um, deciding who, you know, which companies to support when you, you know, go, go for the groceries or... Um, when you pay your electricity bill, um, where is that electricity coming from? Are you supporting like green energy or, you know, the old um, oil? Um, so mm -hmm. it's that, it's, it's, it's protests, peaceful protests. I think it's um, art, I think art um, and music um, and I guess, yeah, all forms of art have a, a responsibility in some ways, you know, if, if, 
if art isn't going to encourage change, what is? Um, and I think, you know, a collection of things and we keep putting pressure on um, on the, the big companies through 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 our money, through what we purchase um, and keep putting pressure on the politicians, um, you know, showing them what it is we really want. Ultimately, they should be representing us. And if the us um, is, you know, a majority of people who believe in in, in the this, the climate emergency, the the, the the social change that is required um, to, to make the world a better place, then then they will have to listen because if they don't, they won't be re-elected. Um, and maybe I'm talking in a like very, I guess, um, uto- utopian way perhaps, but I, I truly believe that it is what what we need, a collection of things um, that that drive drive the same message. I feel the same way. Sorry for starting this interview very heavy. It's like we came at you <laughs> like straight. Like I like I pulled no punches. I was just like, yeah. I, 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 I need to know. Uh, but again, that sets the tone for what's what's about to come. Um, but yeah, like in in Malta, that I heard there I, one uh, two of the other uh, initiatives that I will be promoting with this podcast will be the music declares emergency, which and the choose love. And I was curious because the. The, the migrant issue in your home country of Malta has kind of like started to make news too. So I was just curious if it, there's a lot of things going on in this world that seem to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I think there are. And, and it's really important that we give them the importance that they need. And maybe, you know, it's, you know, it's not everybody's kind of, um, area of expertise but at least um you know lend 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 your support um it's interesting yeah the the migration crisis is quite um it's such a difficult yeah problem. It, it's, it's a difficult and, thing yeah. it's 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 very easy to say it shouldn't be a problem of course and you know we totally believe that all humans should be treated equally at the same time we really really understand that it's not an easy problem to tackle and i think it should be a problem tackled by more than one country at the same time um right um yes but i also believe that you know it's human lives at the other end and 100 i am <laughs> it seems like we're having a conversation yeah, now i am like... definitely not justifying yeah. that there should be a problem i am i am i'm am simply saying that I think if anyone had a solution, it would it would happen. Yeah, it, it would be implemented. It's 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 really a difficult problem to say. It's like I don't know. It, it's I think it's, it's I, a... it shouldn't be a problem definitely. And I think I think it the the solution to it is probably going back in the past and solving issues that happened in the past that led to this. Yeah, I guess you know it stems from my country, your country. You know where exactly, did, where yeah. did, where does this come from, um, and. You know, if you just remember that these, you know, you, you don't just spend all your life savings to go on a, you know, a boat with no safety and, you know, no safety measures. And Risking not, your family. Yeah. So, you, you know, people won't do that if they if they weren't, you know, if they didn't really, really need help. So I think if we, you know, get off our high horse and and, and, and think about that, um, I think the actions will be, you know, will reflect the crisis that that we are in and you mentioned malta and it because of its um 
geographical location yes it does get lots of um, 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 immigrants uh, coming in and all I can say is if we can be you know the first point of for, of safety for these people then Support, why not yeah. yeah more light on the situation brings about far more change than just forgetting about it. So, oh we'll just deal with it later no no this is an issue that needs to be handled right now exactly so. yeah we have to be honest with it yeah yeah so that's that's a weird transition but congratulations on all the the new music success um it's you 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 have one hell of a way to make a transition uh, <laughs> uh, it's really it's really nice to have this type of music in 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 our pipeline because it it's 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 a real conversation starter and also it's it's something that's very introspective so first i would love to talk about the to the earth ep which is a collection of uh four covers uh of some of your favorite artists and uh that pull apart like lyrics that mean so much i was just curious like what has the response been like for this project mm, it's um so yeah as you said it's a it's a project that we sort of created during lockdown um we we're lucky enough to be able to record at home uh so that so lockdown didn't stop our recording and it was actually the opposite it stopped obviously live performances but we managed to write and, and record more music and we've always wanted to somehow release some covers mm -hmm. and deborah I, I think it was you that came up with this idea of you know creating a I don't know if you told us because we cre we we liked one of the songs and then ended up liking a second song. But before you know it, we had these five, f four tracks, sorry, that link from one another and tell tell a story, even though the lyrics and obviously the music was written, you know, age years years apart. I would yeah. say one of the songs was in the '60s, and and you know mm -hmm. there are songs that are written in 2010s. Yeah. So so that was. That was the interesting part and and i think as you said the the messages is quite strong in there in terms of how it was received i think people realize that there's a big connection relating to our music mm -hmm. and relating to our our message uh, as, as you as you previously mentioned so i don't think it was received as a cover mm -hmm. in itself you know it was it was more received as part of the message that we that we are trying to send that that's that's how i it's like a mission yeah. statement if you like yeah i would say so yeah it's like um incorporated into kind of everything we do and um this is the way we chose to tell the story so and um, for people who haven't heard it yet um it's a collection of uh, starts off with um big yellow taxi Joni mitchell written in 1970 goes on to um by MIA, written in 2016, which is big around, you know, the refugee crisis um, and, and, and I guess diversity, something we're really passionate about. And then it goes into um, Radiohead's Idiotech from 2000, um, which, you know, talks about how, you know, what we're talking about really is happening and we're not scaremongering which i find very <laughs> powerful and then we decided to close it off with um what a wonderful world um from 1967 louis armstrong um which is just you know a beautiful song that everybody knows or almost everyone. everybody knows um and it just it just you know reminds you of actually it is it is a it is a beautiful world and 
we really need to kind of come together to make it um to, to, to keep it alive to keep it healthy and and, and to make it better for everybody and it also has hope uh was there a challenge in finding your voice in these classic tracks i think yeah i think um i think you know i i do have to say john's guitar melodies over these songs really um not sure what the word is but like picked them up from you know where they otherwise would have been and elevated them is the word Ooh, elevated the tracks yeah. and the very dreamy and soundscapey and the melodies he he created for for the songs are really 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 beautiful and i think that's what's i guess gives gives our our own stamp like I identity so, yeah. our own little soundscape to them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was there other uh, options? Did you have like a, a laundry, like a, a like a notepad full of various songs that you would like to piece together, or were these the four that you knew concretely? So actually, we created a Spotify playlist and think, did lots of research. Yeah, I think we did that. Um, about maybe sixteen songs we had. There was something oh, wow. from Lincoln Lincoln Park. Yeah, which we tried, but then kind of didn't quite work. I think one of the challenge, one of the challenges was definitely simply choosing the song and and trying to replicate it as a, as a as a cover but but also giving giving our sound and our stamp and our feeling to it and as much as possible emphasizing the message that we are trying to portray which is of course the same message that the original writer wanted to portray but we are focusing on on that specifically rather than um you know the the music elements and the production that the original song had to go through so when we tried different songs, like I can, I think I don't know why Linkin Park comes to mind. I think we tried one of the Linkin Park songs. I think so as well. Yeah. And and we just felt like we 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 would make it. We would wouldn't do it justice. Yeah, we wouldn't have done there was a good job with that. I don't know. It just it just didn't. Yeah, sometimes it felt better to just leave the song there and not too. Much. You don't want to be trying too much. We mm -hmm. had to go through a process as well of learning the songs because we didn't know all of the songs. Um, and there was one song in particular um, from like the 50s or something that was so cool. And I'm going to try and find it for you and tell you what it is. But in the end, we didn't use it. Oh, it's um, very political and I'm very, gonna, I'm gonna find the very direct, but in a, in a, I think in a funny comic way. Yeah. Oh, like in uh, an ironic type, kind of way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna find it because you made the playlist, and I'm on your Spotify okay, now. I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep looking during the interview. Yeah, it's okay. I can't. Oh, it's fine. So I, so I have a feeling that there might be a, a sequel to this project somewhere down the road. Um, or are you just happy with this, this no, nice think, little poetry piece? I think, um, you know, it is possible. I haven't thought that about it, but. Yeah, it is possible, and um, we really enjoyed it because it kind of takes you away from, uh, you know, having to write the best song you've ever written, <laughs> which is kind of the the mental space we find ourselves in. Unfortunately, every time we're kind of writing a song, um, so it's it takes you away, and the writing's done. You just have to put your twist on it. Um, but yeah, it it was really exciting. Um, yeah, it was also on. it was also exciting to. To find ways on how to promote this, how to promote oh, yes. the CP, how to promote these songs, and we created little videos mm -hmm. that we we filmed ourselves. Um, some of them were were in parks, some of them were 
um, forests. In forests, yeah, that's wrong. And there was another one that released today. Oh, that was in Wales, mm -hmm. countryside. And we used these clips and we overlaid Deborah's handwriting of the, the, the describing the lyrics, basically. Yeah, the text. Um, and again, we didn't we didn't know any of this when we first recorded the songs or when we released them. I think did we? Yeah. We sort of the creative juices start flowing and start finding new ways of uh, kind of promoting. So we promoted via these uh, little clips of text uh, and and me reading the lyrics and then also um, oh that's it yeah you reading the lyrics was the first idea mm -hmm. you wanted yeah. to read the lyrics and have a video of of, of yourself something. maybe or of something yeah or of... and then we put this together. So it's it's advert is sort of promoted as as poetry, as you correctly said. Um, mm -hmm. And obviously on Spotify and other platforms, you'll find the, but, the music. But also we made videos um, up on the on our rooftop upstairs, as an upstairs oh, yeah, where we I are. About that. Um, We've got a rooftop terrace in our in our building, you know, and, yeah. and we and took our equipment up there and we we performed our song and we filmed ourselves. We haven't released those clips yet, though. Mm. And um, there's a skyline as well of um, London. So yeah, so yeah, really that nice. was exciting to film just two minutes after the, it started raining, as it does um, in London. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, and then the we had to rush, rush and and leave uh, leave with our equipment. But yeah, those were fun to make as well. Oh, by the way, I found that fun song I was referring to. It's called Pollution, and it's. Uh, by by performed by Adam K, um, but I think oh. it's 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 in an album called The Remains of Tom Lehrer L E H R E R. It's so cute though. It goes pollution, pollution, something like that. It's very tongue in cheek, <laughs> and that was one of the contenders, but didn't make it because we couldn't um, do it justice. Yeah, I, I was curious about because all the lengths for the covers is uh, like a minute. Do you, do you hope that everyone listens to it in like one sitting, like in one long song for about four minutes? Exactly it, yeah. Yeah, we picked the parts that um, kind of made sense in the story and and let them flow into each other. So it's the equivalent of probably one song in, in duration, um, but it's split into four. Um, and I think the order, we, we specifically chose the order of the songs as well to mm -hmm. to portray what we were explaining before in terms of the message and ending on on a positive, positive and note, note with the last song being What a Wonderful World. Is And speaking of social media, is has it been fun like trying to create clever ways of, of trying to make your message heard from the the endless ocean of, of the internet waves? Mm. It is fun, but it's it's constantly fighting against um, you know bots and algorithms that sort of dictate what should be should be seen on people's feed and and what shouldn't based on of course AI and what they think is is more likely to be seen. But we always have a good time making these little um, bits. I I really enjoy it, yeah, and I think we've become pretty like efficient I at know. it as well. We used to spend maybe a day or more, and now in no, within this, in, yeah, in the same day we can create the content and release it, which is which is pretty good. A good challenge that we were, um, I guess, um, we we were faced with a challenge at, at at the start of lockdown, and we acted really quickly and created the series of um, Instagram uh, live shows which we curated every week 
every Sunday at noon, we'd have um, an artist. And we've had artists from the UK, all over the UK. We've had artists from Austria and also three artists from America, uh, one in LA and two in Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Pennsylvania. No, not Pennsylvania. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's the P. <laughs> um, sorry, Philadelphia. Um, and... Um, that went on for 16 weeks so looking back at that we're you know really pleased with how quickly and creatively we acted mm. if we can say so ourselves <laughs> we're normally very humble but <laughs> um, but yeah that was that was a really cool way of yeah creating something uh, something good from something that wasn't as good uh, which you know which left artists not kind of being able to perform for 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 a while and and still um not being able to perform nowadays so is the common ground uh sessions are they going to come back eventually or are you just happy with the 16 who knows yeah we we do hope yeah to continue to create curate um yeah but we we've no definite kind of plans yet yeah yeah um we've had ideas to even take them maybe live when when live gigs can 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 happen again in the world it would be interesting to see how common ground can you know be physical as mm -hmm. in people performing yeah. live and also and also maybe platform. live stream as well yeah but there was something quite special about the um if that's even worse spontaneous <laughs> no no how instant oh. uh, you could communicate with the artist so like if you wanted to say great song you just wrote a comment uh, saying you know great song and then the artist would s see it after the song yeah finished so there's it cre you know it created an interesting new way of performing um we did it twice um on common ground and a few other times for other platforms and if i'm honest i do miss you know live is very special I, I do i do think that live actually is, is is very special but this was a good kind of second um option i think for for, for the while yeah a lot of uh, our past interviews have said that they don't feel an energy from from those live performances and without like one or two people in the background is that weird for you to perform to uh, the empty space of the internet yeah i think i think that makes sense when you when you're performing live there is there's a lot of vibrations going on just mm -hmm. not just i mean sound vibrations of course that you can feel because the, the, the sound systems are all better than what you're gonna have through to your to your phone and and also the energy that people provide i guess even just being there and and applauding and sort of the loud the loudness mm -hmm. of it mm -hmm. gives you gives you that energy we found we found that to be very difficult but as zebra said there was the other aspect which is different and you would not get live which is people can comment like and and cheer you on cheer you <laughs> on i mean i would say virtually and silently but the comments were there so you'd have to perform in a different way you, we used to split our set in in sort of giving you know f actual face time to the to the audience mm -hmm. and making sure that we can see all the messages and reply to all the messages which is something that you don't do when you're performing live in in other venues because you know people are there with their friends and they they're to just hop along mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so is it strange releasing music in this current environment without like the possibility of touring like is it just something that like you really want to get back to or are you happy with this challenge yourself in the bedroom and just keep releasing music and um, i guess 
exploring was in our plans for perhaps next year. Um, we didn't have any kind of tours planned this year, but we we do of course regularly uh, perform in London. So that's that's the missing kind of that's what we missed. Um, but um, yeah, I I, ca I can understand how how you know difficult it was for people who for artists who who do um, tour regularly and who had did have tours planned. Um, for us, um, releasing music um, in these times, I think worked okay. People wanted to listen to new stuff and wanted to remain connected with, with what other people are doing. So I think um, there was some... It's got its advantages. Yeah. Um, in terms of missing, I do miss performing live. Um, I, I do miss the buzz of it. In terms of how lockdown sort of made it possible to release music maybe release more often i think that's that was a plus i would say mm -hmm. if, if there was one in lockdown <laughs> uh, and also i think journalists and people had more time to listen to music and investigate new music and i guess even write about new music mm -hmm. I, I think more more people had more time on their just hands generally, yeah. just generally which mm -hmm. which i think was a positive thing for us mm -hmm. yeah uh, i certainly did as the, the amount of energy that I put into the website after the lockdown happened has bloomed into an amazing fan base and amazing listeners. So I, I, I felt that. I felt like it was yeah. really necessary. Plus, it was also nice to be like, I'm just going to focus on this. And a lot of a lot of people said that just focusing on the, the new music, because you also just dropped the Stay EP, which is a great transition. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is now available everywhere. Uh, do you consider this EP to be like a debut for both of you? Because I know you have released sort of past EPs before, but do you consider this like a new start to burn? Um, yeah, so we released our first um, single as Burn in this form as a duo um, in September 2019, which was Oceans. Um, and then since then, we continued to release music again under the same um, name and, and I guess, brand. Uh, we, ha we have been in other bands before together as well. Um, but yeah, this is, I guess, very much um, separate and it's its own thing. Um, yeah, so the Stay EP is the debut EP. It collects... Um, three singles which people know and and heard and then a new single called heat uh, and then there's a bonus track as well um which you would have to go to your <laughs> streaming platform um to find out what that bonus track is um yeah we're really pleased i don't think uh we would have um, imagined last year when we first released oceans that we would um a year later be, be be where we are there was a lot of um planning towards it of course and especially during lockdown and and being being at home and having all this time um you know allowed us to do a lot more planning and and strategizing as to you know where we're going but honestly um if someone had told me last year at our release party on the 20th of september 2019 that 
um, a year later we'd be releasing a whole new EP. I'm not sure I would have believed them. <laughs> it's almost a year later to date, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so it's five days was later. Was Oceans released on the 20th of September? Do you remember the so, date? Yeah, 20th wow. September. Yeah. It's not a great anniversary for y'all. It's like one year. It is, yeah. <laughs> one year. Yeah, I especially love Heat, and I can't wait for it. Well, hopefully everyone's listened to it. Otherwise, what are you doing? Go, go down <laughs> in the comments below and listen. Um, but yeah, it's like, but did it start off as the first single and you guys were just like, I we're happy with this and we'll see how it evolves? Or did the 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 objective for all these tracks come from the start or was it just something that just evolved as you worked through things? I think it was a constant evolving. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Yeah, I do. Um, the, the songs, so we had, by the time we released Oceans to the Lions was written and so was Heat. Um, and you know, there's a theme in, in within you know within the songs, and then Stay came along in about January, and then we released it in May, I think. Um, and again, it was around you know positively working together to create change. Um, and yeah, I think I'm not sure exactly when we decided to collect collect them into um, an EP, but it was yeah, it was it was not the initial intention. Um, we like to say that we were testing the waters. We still are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were testing the waters with oceans. Excuse the pun. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, you know, you're always learning. You're always trying new things. And, uh, and yeah, and then, and then the, the EP um, happened. And we're actually really excited to start making new music as well. As well as, you know, um, promote this EP because we really believe in it. But, yeah, there's a thirst um, inside me at least mm-hmm. um to just like schedule some just jamming days yeah. and and get going with with new um songs and and soundscapes um yeah it will happen soon yes. <laughs> <laughs> is is it is it easier to know that this project is done and i was wondering uh do you have a new perspective about this project after working completely through it like any dominant feelings come to mind i always have feelings so i'm gonna let jana <laughs> One, whatever I have to you. dig deep for my Do feelings. You? <laughs> um, I think, I think the, the strongest feeling is the message that we're portraying with with these songs and with Burn existing. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's the that's the thread that sort of links all the songs. It doesn't matter what um, you know what the production is or or what or how long the song is or whatever. I think I think that the thread is is quite a strong one. Um, so I, I feel very positive and, and sort of blessed, I would say, that that, that came to happen and that um, this EP means, means what it means, which is what we spoke about earlier in the interview. And mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm energized to sort of write new music that, that continues to inspire and continues to bring hope mm-hmm. and, um, and hopefully continues to bring collective change. Absolutely. Very similar feelings we have, you oh, and I. Oh, nailed it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, I think, you know, closing the project and then as we were planning what to do, you know, again, like the creative juices start flowing and we landed on the idea of creating a low impact website, which ties in really, really well with what we're doing as a project. And uh, it's kind of, we, we feel at least like it's, yeah, the, like the cherry on the, on the cake, um, you know, to continue to drive the message that we, 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 we're, we're hoping hoping to drive 
I'm completely trying to understand. Tell me a lot. Tell me about this uh, this low impact uh, website because I've only just heard recently about it due to you uh, due to your information about it. It's very cool. It's like it it takes from it's like it's all green based. I'm 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 totally intrigued. Go for it, Dan. Yeah, it's uh, it is totally green based um, in our case, um, but I wouldn't say that a low impact website has to be green based, but you know, speaking for Burn, um, I would, I would hope, I would hope that people would try to get their their website hosted on 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 green systems. So, when we when we say low impact, what we're trying to say is we're trying to raise questions, I guess. You know, things like, have you thought of, you know, have have you ever thought about how how the internet needs electricity to run and how and how and how much electricity is needed to run and and obviously how how much data is transferred. To, to a person's device for them to load all the images and all the videos that are present on a site. And mm-hmm. and also, you know, where are these websites hosted? What sort of electricity are they using to run? Because people might know of cloud and they might know of servers, but really and truly they're just someone else's computer that is always on and and needs electricity to run. That's 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 the summary, right? That's the truth. So what we're trying to do is we realized Okay, an artist website doesn't necessarily need to have 20 videos and a music video for each of the songs and doesn't have to be, you know, doesn't have to be Spotify, Instagram, Facebook and all the socials in, in one page. Maybe people come to an artist website to to find different information, to learn something more about the artist that they couldn't learn on other socials or on other streaming platforms. So when we thought about that, then we realized um, how many people actually come to our website to, you know, to watch the latest video? They probably go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many people mm-hmm. come to our website to listen to our songs? They probably go to any streaming platform that they prefer. So, joining, combining those two ideas, we thought then we don't need, we don't want to be sort of using, I would say, even wasting this energy, this electricity, to to provide this information instead. We're going to use a low impact website, which is hosted on 100% solar powered energy in California. And it's important to note the 100% because I know that some hosting companies would, would use some sort of crediting system where their energy is not 100% green, but they're sort of offsetting it by, by other means. Whereas oh, really? this company has their own solar panels and their own sort of eco-friendly powering powering systems. So it is it is going to be 100% powered on site by solar, I believe even atmospheric and water cooling in in California, which is amazing. And I think it's it's such an easy thing to do. You just have it's it's as easy as choosing, you know, which TV provider to go with or which internet provider to go with. You you just have to know of these things. Um, and then mm-hmm. secondly, the more the the second important thing is what are you presenting on your website? So we're doing away with any data heavy elements. We're doing away with uh, videos, even images. We're just using what's known as SVGs, which is basically a line art, if you like. That's the closest thing to it. And they're super lightweight, and it obviously affects how fast the website is as well. It is gonna. It, it is super fast. Because it doesn't have to spend time loading this this data. Awesome. Um, yeah, we've done we've done quite a bit of research actually about this, and we realized that, you know, the internet is actually 
a bit of a dirty place yeah and and <laughs> and it's not publicly dirty <laughs> um yeah even if you think about even if you don't own a website and you know or an internet user um as i think we have all become um you, there are ways to kind of make sure that you're not doing you know extra things like for example the zoom calls that we've all been on for the past six months um you know transferring video especially um constant you know and constantly um takes a lot of energy so if, if if you could i guess say hello on video and then switch off the camera and carry on the conversation that would be much much better um loading constantly like refreshing and loading um Instagram, for example, there's lots of, you know, images and videos um, takes, um, requires a lot of um, energy. And also, you know, that thank you email, which I, I, I do quite a bit. So thank you. And then no, thank you. No, thank you. You know, an <laughs> endless stream of like, cool, thank you. Um, those still require lots of, um, um, you know, energy. And one thing that I have started to do is unsubscribe from mailing lists that I guess do not serve me because um, I receive these emails and I read them even though I'm not interested in them <laughs> so I, I, I just started to unsubscribe I am of the camp of zero emails in inboxes <laughs> to my left is somebody who has what 15,000 at the moment unread email <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm of the type of person that so you're actually more I need to unsubscribe I am I am actually more friendly because you don't read them <laughs> I do not read them yeah what, what does that mean sorry this isn't a question I think, for I think there's still data transferred to get that email to you okay yeah absolutely. but i mean let's not let's not be sort of um, <laughs> you know we're li really nitpicking here i think that the whole idea is is the small collective um efforts that we can we can do as society to to sort of improve improve the improve i guess how we live and 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 what sort of energy we use and and we hear a lot about you know what maybe food you should eat or where you should buy stuff or to be sort of reduce plastic and Re recycle stuff you know or or even just try Avoid. avoiding rather than having to recycle it so we hear all of all about that but we don't really hear much about the internet so i, I think this just hit us mm. i don't know we we like the idea we, we we thought hey what if what if every sort of musician's website, website was a low impact website does it does it need to be okay i'm, mm -hmm. I'm sure it can, i'm sure it can be you can even have a merch store if you want as a low impact website mm -hmm. um because ultimately you could just have a placeholder image saying, you know, the vinyl name, for example, and you can buy it. I mean, do people need to see, see a vinyl before buying it? Um, Probably not. You know, maybe it could be like as a surprise thing. Um, yeah, that's the idea. So we're, we're sort of encouraging website owners and also especially musicians to sort of come forward and hopefully like the idea and 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 get in touch if you're interested and we'll, we'll help you. We'll go through our research together and and we'll, we'll sort of point you in the right directions, definitely. You might get an email from me because I am really curious about it. Um, yeah. So getting back to the the record, I was just curious, was making these particular records, the both EPs, uh, any bit therapeutic for you as two artists? Mm. Mm, therapeutic way. is an interesting word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess one memory I've got is um, Stay, when we recorded the song Stay, within stay p i love harmonies and yeah i had to list all of the harmony parts down onto a sheet of paper and slowly work my way through them 
and it was um yeah it was very interesting because there was probably two days worth of just harmony um recording and yeah when you when i'm in the zone and recording these harmonies yeah it's 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 a wonderful feeling um and then listening to them um all together and then we produce them in a way some of the track some of the parts in a way that you can't um really i guess pinpoint them and affect them in a really cool way and that's quite satisfying um but other than that it's also a bit stressful <laughs> when we record isn't mm. it <laughs> what do you think john yeah i think something i recently learned um anxiety and excitement are very similar feelings and and it's very easy for the mind to sort of um what's the word kind of label it it's very easy to label, label it, and it the wrong way i would say most of the times we decide to label it as anxiety mm -hmm. or at least that's that's what i do um mm. so definitely there was a lot of excitement <laughs> and definitely there was a lot of you know just learning and sort of you know it's just exciting to write record and, and produce songs mm -hmm. But also, I think it, it, it's been it's been quite a sort of anxiety-inducing. I think it's the deadlines. Yeah, but also, you know, deadlines. we've got that. I mean, everyone has deadlines. Everyone tries to be sort of not perfect, but everyone tries to create you know, the, the perfect they body do. they can. Yeah. So I think all of these things just put a lot of pressure on 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 us, just as humans. I would mm -hmm. say, and in retrospect. I can see that and I can I can feel that it was it was exciting and it was it was something I would love to repeat which is why obviously we will be continuing writing new songs and producing and going through the whole process again you know with a, with a with a sort of evolved mindset I would say but I think you know if I knew in the if I knew a year ago that anxiety and excitement can be can be very similar feelings I think it would have been a different a different story but now I know and and I I'll, keep, I'll keep that in mind yeah it, I, I go through it all the time anytime I release these episodes. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the but the feeling you get after it's released to the world, even though you may find some flaws with things, like just that feeling of just feeling so accomplished and say, I did this, I made this piece of art, and now it's I theirs. Understand. It's like it, you give it to the world and you say, now it's yours. Yeah. I remember when... when uh to the lions the single came out yeah it was a bad day it was sad day. it was a sad day because deborah i mean you can explain this if you want. yeah so to the lions came from such such a place of pain when it was written um back i guess two summers ago um it's such a special song to me um personally more than before before kind of uh, as an artist and when we released it um Yes, I felt like I was letting go of something that I wasn't ready to let go of yet. And I felt like it suddenly became, this is really dramatic, <laughs> um, it suddenly became, wasn't mine anymore. It was, it belonged to everybody now. And, you know, people were free and also encouraged to give their comments on it. And every single comment, um, well, not every single comment, because I well, I appreciated all the comments, but there were some comments were like, mm, okay, maybe you should have done this, or you should have done this. And they were like, 
awe in the heart. I felt, I mean, it was a sad day. I cried <laughs> as yeah, well. Yeah, you cried a lot. Um, I, I was having trouble letting go of it, but a week later I was feeling much better about it. But I'm sure that that is because the song meant so much to me. And um, yeah, I felt it, felt it, I felt it so much. Um, it didn't quite ha happen with the other songs. It was more excitement with the other songs, possibly because A, I wasn't, well, I am attached to the other songs, but this one, To the Lions, is quite special. It's yeah, like my, my baby. Um, and um, just today, somebody said to us, like, To the Lions is their favorite. And I was jumping for joy. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm winning. I mean, they're all our songs, you know? So yeah. they should all be treated equally. But You've got for your me, favorite, and that's fine. But for me, yeah, To the Lions. <laughs> is is something something else my favorite um, is heat heat oh wow interesting i also really think stay like stay when i mm. listen to it i i just want to dance to it yeah. and ocean's powerful but there you are all our four kids <laughs> um are loved equally <laughs> uh you know to, to the lions is so beautiful and uh, it, you can really feel that you're channeling this voice like this story within and you're just letting it out oh it's yeah still gives me chills thank you, thank you so much <laughs> um yeah no, but i get a, i get a lot of that because your lyrics are really like they they don't pull no punches they are straight up in your face but like are you what do you hope the listener takes away from these these wonderful projects these pieces of art that you put out to the world if anything so um yeah um so to, to the answer is twofold so when we write the lyrics um we like to write them in a way that if the listener does not know what our message is, they can give their own interpretation. Um, for example, to the lions is a betrayal from the perspective of a farmed animal, but it could easily apply to betrayal from a friend or from a, an important person in your life. Um, perhaps heat is a little bit more direct. Oceans, for example, is about the refugee crisis, but it's also reflections on like dif diversity and how different we are um so so we think that if people don't necessarily know our message they might make their own interpretation which we encourage of course because that's what music is and the second one um the second answer second part of the answer is we are putting in this music out there as are lots of other um, activists um, or, or um, musicians and artists. Um, we're putting, you know, putting this stuff out there in the hope that one of our things, pieces of art, videos, books, movies, is the tipping point that encourages people to perhaps dig into a more sustainable lifestyle. So for me, back uh, about three or four years ago, it was a documentary that did it. Um, for someone else, it might be a book. Um, and, you know, collectively with all the other, you know, artists, activists, all, the, you know, people who are creating things um, with a message, yeah, collectively putting this out there so that maybe we touch one of us touches another person's um, heart. I guess the tipping point kind of kind of idea that that makes me feel like you know we're a part of something bigger. And yes, we are, and we're you know we're we're a part of of, of a, a great big world that um, is is beautiful and and deserves to be celebrated and saved. <laughs> Most definitely. How how yeah. important? Oh. oh. Go, John. I'm oh, sorry. 
I, I was I was I was just going to add. I think I totally agree with that, and which is why we also sort of branch out on what we just talked about, like the low impact website and things like that. We're looking at you know different ways to to get into people's minds, I would say, and get them to think about, oh, I could do this in a different way and achieve a different result, but not necessarily a worse result. Mm -hmm. And and that could be another tipping point there. Um, yeah, so I totally agree with you. Thanks. <laughs> and going back to uh, the reinterpretations, the, the remixes that you guys have put out so far have really taken your wonderfully lyrically conscious tracks and given them like a like a different spin i was just curious like what kind of like how how does that affect your 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 message like do you feel like it like it it gives it new light or does it mm. the art of the remix when it comes to these conscious lyrical tracks because mm -hmm. it like they, they can be very like dance heavy it's like just i also uh, it makes it i don't know what it is but it just it made it kind of easier to digest at times i don't mm -hmm. know I guess the in the remixes generally uh, the lyrics are, are shorter. We encourage the remixes to pick kind of something that uh, speaks to them and, and use it um, uh, repeatedly. So yeah, they're a bit shorter, as in the message. It's still in there, but in a in a in a more abridged way. And I think the focus of the remix is kind of uh, more in the music. I would say more in a way of kind of showing different sides to the song, um, you know. Um, also, the remixer putting their own absolutely. interpretation mm -hmm. to the sound. We really love being surprised when we receive uh, the, the remixes. And um, so far, we've got one with Joanna Astrom, who did Oceans, who we really loved working with. Um, she's she's one of our very good friends as well and colleagues. And then with Control, we worked on Stay. Um, and it got played on BBC Introducing here in the UK as well, which we, which we are really, really excited about. And they continue to support us now. And yeah, it's just giving the song a different angle and one that appeals to perhaps a different um segment of, of of the audience yeah i think i think the the textures and the sounds chosen by the, the producers of the remix are different mm -hmm. i think as together with our message we also have our sound that mm -hmm. defines that defines burn and i would i would say generally that is a, a dark sort of ambience driven sound which mm. maybe together with the strong lyrics may maybe be harder to digest mm -hmm. for some um, you might need a few listens uh, but maybe with something a bit more ear friendly like a like a remix and that that then maybe can make it easier mm -hmm. maybe that is why I don't know. I just yeah. thought about it now. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do like <laughs> our remixes, and we, you know, hope to put put these uh, remixes in a in a project um, that collects them. Um, so that would be coming um, in a bit, let's say. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> so I feel like we've we've touched on a lot of things, and thank you for being so open and honest uh, with with all these topics. I, I really do appreciate it. As we close this interview, you have a lot of things to promote. Deb, Gianluca, the mic is yours. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us in the first place. And thanks for asking really interesting questions. I mean, we love talking about this. And, yeah. and I think <laughs> forever. Yeah, so thank you. 
I guess um, if you're listening, if you enjoyed this, um, you can of us music and our inner thoughts, I guess, <laughs> um, online on our social media, um, kind of on Instagram mostly at Sounds Like Burn, but um, also check out our new low impact website, burnofficial.com. Burn is spelled B E R N E. Um, and yeah, I hope you enjoy listening to our music. Um, and and if you want to be the first to listen to new music, then I think following us on Spotify or on Apple Music, whatever streaming platform you use, we found is the best way to to immediately be notified by the platform when music is going to be out. Yeah, or even better, slide into our DMs and let's Yeah, chat. message us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'd love to chat. We'd love to connect with people who listen to our music. Um, yeah. This episode of That Buzz and Sound was recorded and edited using a variety of free applications like Audacity and Discord, and is available on such streaming platforms as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, while being fully hosted on Anchor FM. And for more information about XR, Music Declares Emergency, and Choose Love, please check out the links below.